Welcome to Administrating with Google Drive. My name is Erin Jackson. Um, I'll be presenting today. I'm the executive pastor at New Life Church in Aurora. And we use Google Docs, Google Drive for a lot of the stuff in our church. So I'm just going to show you a few practical things that you could use in your church um, that we do all the time. So in case you're not familiar, um, this is what Google Drive looks like. This is where Google Docs, Sheets, presentations, all the stuff that you make in Google is stored. Um, so you can just like on your computer make folders or just have documents just saved um, on your drive. So it'll list it. You can sort it however you want to by name, by date. Um, and the main thing to know about Google is that everything you do is about sharing and collaboration. So on every app that I'm going to show you today, you will be able to share it with somebody else and collaborate. So on Google Drive, you see these folders. Some of them have like a little person on the folder. That means it's shared with somebody. So somebody else has access to this folder that I have on my drive. Um, if it's not, then that means it's just on my drive for me to see. So um, one thing that we use this for is our kids ministry curriculum we use TrueFire, and so i upload all of the stuff from TrueFire and put it into this folder so we have our spring curriculum in here and that folder is shared with our kids ministry leaders so when it's their week to teach they can look at the lesson that we're on and prepare during the week and then we have someone that comes in during the week to print out the materials but this way they're able to access it from home and look at it for themselves. Um, all right, so the first Google app I'm going to show you is Google Docs. You guys said that you're familiar with that, but um, all of the Google apps, if you need to access them, they're in this little box right here, the little squares. If you click on that, you can go to your Gmail, calendar, Docs, slides, whatever you want to. Um, I usually don't specifically go to the docs or slides or sheets. I just search for it in my drive because that just makes more sense to me. But if, if there's ever a specific document that you're looking for, you can search the contents or if you can't remember the name of the file or you can, you can search for anything in here and it'll come up. So one thing that we use Google Docs for at our church is our church bulletin. We have um, like pre-printed paper, and then the middle section is blank, and that's the part that we print every week. So like this part would be what we print every week. And what's really nice about using Google Docs for this is that there's a version history. So if you think back to over the course of a year, some events that you do every year, and if you're the person that's putting the announcements in the bulletin, then um, if I go to my version history and I know that we have um, trunk or treat coming up in October, if it was October right now and I wanted to put that in the bulletin, then I could just go back to last year's bulletin. We also had the volunteer appreciation dinner around that time, but I could just copy and paste that announcement for the bulletin this week instead of having to rewrite the whole thing. So. It's really convenient when you have reoccurring things 
and you want to just look back at your version history and you could just copy and paste it. What's also nice about the version history is, like I said, you can share and collaborate everything. So <clears throat> everything has this share button and you can choose to share it with somebody and allow them to edit it or you can allow them to just comment on it or they can view it. So I'm actually not this document owner or pastor is, but so I can edit this document. If I said that someone can comment, that means they wouldn't actually be able to change anything, but they could click on this little box right here that looks like someone's talking with a plus sign, like a little speech box. Um, or if they wanted to like highlight something specific and then click on the box, Um, and they had a question about it or wanted to make a change, then I could type something in here, but I couldn't actually make the change myself. And then other people can, whoever has access to this document can comment on it or make that change if they have editing privileges. And then some people, you might just want to be able to view the document. So we have, um, we do mega sports camp every summer. And so there's a document that we have for parents that just has information. So we'll send out an email with a link to that. And so they can view that document that has all the information, but they won't be able to change anything. It's like we're sending out a PDF to them. Yeah? Do they have to have a Gmail address to view it? No. Um, so in the share button, um, if I click on this get shareable link, I can make it so, I click on more, um, wait for that little thing to go away, but I could click this bubble that says anybody with the link can view this. So that means they won't have to log in or anything. Um, I could say right now it says anyone at New Life Church with a link. So anybody that has our New Life Church email would be able to log, uh, would be able to view this if they had the link. How did you start that? Yep. The share button, and then I clicked on get shareable link. Um, okay. So, are there, I'm going to stop for, instead of waiting for all the questions at the end, I'll, um, stop between each of the apps and so does anybody have any questions about Google Docs before I move on so the main thing with this instead of um, if you've ever had a document like back before this um, and you wanted somebody to proofread it or make changes or add their ideas you would send them a word document and then they would type on it and send it back to you and then there's all these different versions of the document you're not even really sure which one is the most up-to-date because there's so many different versions. Um, this one is like having one document that everybody is standing around and making changes to. And then once you don't want anybody else to have access to it, you can just remove them and just have it for yourself again. Um, but any other questions before we... Yeah, yeah. So if you look at this, it kind of looks like Word on here, right? 
Like it's pretty user friendly. Most of the things that you need to do are just like Word. It might not have everything that Word has. Like there's a lot more um, features that Word probably has that you can't do on Google Docs, but most of the things that you'll need to do on a typical document you can do in Google Docs. There's another option, maybe we'll just go to that next. Um, we did our annual business meeting, and for our annual report, there were a few other things that we wanted to add on to it, like pictures, graphics, things like that. It's kind of hard to format on Google Docs. So on Google Slides, yeah, slides are kind of like the PowerPoint of Google Docs. So um, if I go to File and Page Setup, I can set what size I want my slides to be. So I put it as eight and a half by 11, which is a piece of paper. And so this will actually print out like a document. Um, and that's how we did our annual report. So something that you want to be able to edit a little bit more and put graphics on, I would use slides instead of docs, but it works the same way. You can still share it. You can still collaborate on it. Um, it still has that version history. And what I was saying before, the nice thing with a version history is when you're sharing it with somebody, um, if somebody goes in to the document and completely messes it up, you can go back in your version history and restore it. Like if I go back to this one, I could click on restore this version, and then all of those things that they did will go away. Um, so I went to File and Version History, see Version History, and um, it'll even tell you like who made certain changes. Like these are some of the other people who had access to the document and changed some things. So. Do all the apps come with it, or you add? Yep. No, nope. it all comes with it in the File and Version History. Um, so yeah, that's the main thing that, of course, you could use it for presentations and things like that too, or even if you, I'm not sure how many people use PowerPoint for like Sunday morning, but you could use Google Slides for Sunday morning. Um, are there any questions about this one? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So on the Google Drive, if I click on New, I could make a new Google Doc Google Slides, Google Sheets, or even other things. But I can also do this file or folder upload. And if I upload a Word document, I might even have one in here. Um, I can convert it to a Google Doc, or I could just keep it. It could be saved kind of like if you save something on a flash drive. It'll just save on Google Drive, and then you could download it later on whatever computer you want to. But what's nice about Google Docs is um, you could access it from anywhere. Like, I don't have to worry about leaving my computer at home or it's saved on this flash drive that I left somewhere. I can pull it up on my phone. I could pull it up on any computer that has access to the internet. And upload it. Yes. Yeah. You could save it just like if you were putting it on an external hard drive or something. Um, let me see. If you have a Word document that you want to convert, 
to a Google Doc, it'll still save that Word document in Google Drive, and then it'll, here's one. Um, it'll, there we go. So I have these labels that um, somebody uh, created from like an outside thing and downloaded it as a Word document. Um, if I open it, it might not, the labels are kind of weird, but um, it'll create a Google document from that Word document, but not change anything about the Word document itself. So yeah, the labels you can't really convert, but it was a, if it was a normal Word document, it would work. Let's see. If, um, I'm going to search. Um, so you wouldn't be able to edit the Word document itself, you would be able to edit it as a Google Doc. So you would have to convert it and then you could make changes to it. But it can hold a thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm also a math teacher and so I have another account on here. Let me see if it'll work on that one. I did. Um, I actually, in college was when I learned how to use, I went to Kent State for uh, my master's program and I took a Google training class for one of my classes and ever since then that's all I've been using. Because one time I typed a whole paper and then my computer crashed and it was lost forever and I had to redo the whole thing. Google Docs will auto-save, like you don't have to ever click a save button. It just automatically saves within like three words of you typing. So if your computer crashes, it's it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So how much space they give you or do you have to pay for Um I think you get thirty uh, let me look at I want to say you have 15 on like a personal email account, but if you have like a business account or something, it's like 30 gigs. Um, a lot of documents. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look at the end and see if I could pull up a Word document and convert it so you could see. But, uh, Yeah, so you can also convert like Excel spreadsheets to Google Sheets. That's the Google version of Excel. Um, now, and to actually convert it, what do you have to do? So I would upload it. Let me see if I have a Word document on here. Um, see, I haven't used Word in so long because I've been using Google Docs. Um, Yeah, you would just open the file. I'm trying to. Right. So you would do that. Oh, jeez. That. 
That's what I was trying to find before. Um, that's my husband Colton back there. Um, so when it comes up, you would be able to click on a button that says open with and you would click Google Docs. That's how it would convert it for you. Um, oh, here's one, wildlife letter. So this is, you can view it kind of like a PDF, but it doesn't let you make any changes. But um, if I click on this, usually there's a little button right in the middle. Oh, yeah, there it was. Open with. So if I right-click on this, open with Google Docs. And so now I just converted it into a Google document, and I can change things on it. So it's now a Google Doc? Yes. Um, because if it was still a Word document, I wouldn't be able to edit it. Okay. Yeah. I said to open it with Google Docs. The Word document, I can only view it. I can't edit anything on it. Okay. So I did right-click, open with <coughs> Google Docs, and so it created. When you first brought it up, you just opened it. Yep. I just clicked on it, okay. and it allowed me to view it. Yep. Okay. Um, so if you open it in uh, a Google Doc and we edit it, mm -hmm. you've got the Word and the edited version. Do they still correlate together? I don't think you can convert it back. Well, I was just going to do that. Um, it doesn't merge, no. Because the Word, the Word document is just like saving a PDF to Google Drive. But the Google Doc itself, um, you could download it as a Word document, but you wouldn't be able to merge it with your other document. So the changes you make on the new one isn't going no. to make those changes on the old one? Not on the Word document, no. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So, another thing, a lot of people have Gmail, but there are some things that not everybody knows that Gmail can do. So, does anybody in here get a lot of emails from people asking them to do things, like in the church, or just um, maybe your boss asking you to do something? So, one thing um, is I got this email and I know that I need to test out this form that Sam sent me. And so I'm probably going to forget that I opened that email and read that. So there's this, these three dots usually means that there's more options. And I'm going to click Add to Tasks. So 
Uh, Gmail actually has this task list built in that not a lot of people use. But later on, when I'm just going through my email and I completely forgot about that one that Sam sent to me, I can go to my task list, which is this little blue circle with a pencil. Um, and it'll say the subject of the email. And if I can't remember exactly what that was about, if I click on this little link, it'll pull up that email again. I'll be like, oh, right, that's what Sam asked me to do. So and so it's like a little to-do list. I went to, I opened the email and clicked Add to Tasks. Okay. When I learned that, I did that with like everything. I used it all the time. Um, I still use it, but it was really exciting for me because I like to-do lists. I like checking things off. And what I like about this is that when you check it off, it also draws a line through it. it just makes my heart happy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was one thing. I'm not going to go through everything with. Gmail because that's pretty typical for some for a lot of people to use, but um, the tasks are something that not everybody uses. This little light bulb here is a link to Google Keep, which is another one of the apps. Um, so you could also put lists on there. It, it's the Google Keep is kind of like having uh, Post-it notes. Um, so I'm going to open that itself, and just like everything else, you can share. So like this specific list. I have shared with our pastor, Josh, um, things to do, things to pick up. Um, I even have one on my, this is my church email, but my personal email, I have one for groceries. And so sometimes my husband and I will go grocery shopping and we have it shared. And um, if like one of us is somewhere in the store, we could cross it off and it like crosses off in real time. So we're just picking stuff up in the grocery store. And we don't pick up, the, we don't end up with like five things of paper towel. Um, we've done that before, before we used the, the list. Um, yeah. So things, if you're working on a team and you are getting things for an event and you're just trying to keep track of like who did what or has this been done yet, you can have this to-do list and it can be crossed off as people do what they need to do. And um, all of the Google apps, if you like, for some reason this box isn't showing up and you can't figure out how to get to it, whatever the app is, it's that. Like if I wanted Google Sheets, it would be sheets.google.com or mail.google.com or slides.google.com. This is keep.google.com. Like you could just type it in. So we did Docs, we did Slides, we did Keep, Gmail, um, Google Forms. We use this all the time. Um, we use it for event signups, uh, volunteer signups. Uh, our membership application is a Google Form that we have posted on our website. So um, this is what it looks like on the back end. I can edit the questions that I want to ask people. I can make certain things required. Um, 
if I click on this eyeball, I can preview what it looks like for someone who's filling out the form. So um, our membership application, they can, these are our requirements for membership, and then they can go through and submit it. But what's really cool is uh, the add-ons that you can have on Google Forms and Google Docs. So this little puzzle piece um, takes me to the add-ons that I have. One of them is called Form Publisher. And so I have it attached to this form so that whenever somebody submits a membership application, it automatically creates um, a PDF of their responses and sends it to um, the secretary treasurer of our board and pastor. And um, I think one even prints out in the church office because we sent it to the printer email. Um, but the add-on creates this template Um, creates this PDF template that looks like this. I'll show you what mine. Where's mine? There it is. So I created this template on Google Docs and made it so their responses would be attached to a certain part of the document. So all of my answers on the form got put onto this piece of paper. And so then when the board is reviewing, reviewing the membership applications, they can look at this rather than trying to sift through this whole big form that somebody so filled out. So the form out. that you filled out is just an online, yep. online form that yep. And it automatically goes to this template. And that was called Form Publisher, was the add-on. So on, has anyone used Google Forms before? Yeah? Okay. So I'll go through that a little bit. Um, when I create a Google Form, we also, I'll show you, we have a training for our first impressions. On Google Forms. So um, what's nice is, if you didn't know, YouTube is actually part of Google. Um, you can attach YouTube videos to a Google <coughs> form, and um, they could do training that way. So our first impressions team, when someone says that they want to be serve as a greeter or in our coffee area or whatever, um, they go in and this is a Google form that we created, so they can watch this video that's in the form and hit next and answer these questions about the training and then hit submit. What so what? What do sheep dogs do? Oh yeah, that was that was in the video. Um, so instead of having to um, find a date where you could have a training on at your church and maybe not everybody can attend it or maybe you have it once a quarter, 
but somebody signs up the week after you had your training and they have to wait three months before they can go to the next one. Instead, we have our training online like this. So when someone checks the box on their Connect card at church that they want to serve on the First Impressions team, we email them this training video and they can serve the following week if they wanted to. Um, so it's just a way that we could get people plugged in faster and they can have training on their own time. So the way that you can create a Google form is on Google Drive. You could just hit more and create a Google form. Um, oh, I have a folder open. I'll just do this new. There we go. And I can make the title, just call it training. And I can add in a description. And then I can make um, multiple choice questions. I can make checkbox check questions, a drop down menu. Um, I can make short answer or a paragraph. The difference between short answer and paragraph is I just selected short answer. If I'm filling out my answer to this, and I have a really long answer, it's just going to keep scrolling over and I can't see what I typed at the beginning. But if I uh, made it a paragraph answer, I look at preview, then um, anything that I type, it'll, I'll be able to see the whole thing. Um, so that's what the difference is there. Um, if you have like a bunch of statements and you want people to say like strongly agree, strongly disagree, something like that, that's what this multiple choice grid is for. You would put rows, you would put your statements and columns, you would just put agree, disagree, neutral, things like that. Um, and then you can add in pictures by uploading them or by searching. Um, your albums, your Google Drive, or just a Google search. You can find an image that you want to import. Um, you could put in a YouTube video. Um, you could either search for a video here, or if there's a specific one, you could put the URL in. You have a Connect with other online learning portals like Ohio Ministry Network has Um, I don't think you can incorporate it in because it's kind of its own system. Um, but if you had videos that you used for this, you could probably upload those. Um, because those videos would just be from YouTube, um, even if you uploaded them to your own YouTube channel. Is there a list of add-ons that you use to help you know what options you have to make add-on to your usage? The two main ones that I use are Form Publisher and Form Postman. Form Postman um, sends me an email to let me know that somebody responded to a form that I have. Because we have a few signups, and um, unless you go in and look at the responses, you don't always um, get notified when somebody responds. But P Form Postman sends me an email that says, hey, this person signed up for this. 
and I, it shows me their responses to the form. Does it go into Google Sheets automatically? Yes, the responses. So these are the questions. If this was a form that people had been responding to, the responses would show up here. And then this little square, that's the Google Sheets symbol. That means it creates a spreadsheet of the answers. So I'll show you a form that's been used. So you would, the only thing is the payment piece. Um, you would, I haven't used an add-on that you could do payments through, but there probably is one mm -hmm. that you could add on, and they could do payments through that. But um, yeah, all of the responses, you could look at a summary of the responses or the individual ones, or you click on that little box, and it brings up a spreadsheet of all of the answers that people submitted. And then you can sort it however you want to, just like an Excel spreadsheet. Can you back up your <coughs> Yep. So on the Google form, I went to the responses, and then I clicked on the green box. Which is automatically there, or did you Yep. Nope, it's already there. What did you call that green box? Google Sheets. Okay. So it creates an Excel spreadsheet, basically, out of the responses. For the sign-up, yeah, I do, um, on that, it says send instead of share, but on that send button, um, you can either email it to specific people, but what I usually do is click on this hyperlink symbol, and um, I send that link out in an email, or I put it um, in a hyperlink on our website for people to sign up to volunteer. So anything that anybody has to sign up for at our church, we use Google Forms. By the way, this is all free. That's the, that's the main thing. <laughs> if you have a Google account, then you have it, and Google accounts are free. Um, but even if somebody doesn't have a Google account, they could still... Um, fill out the form. It's just it would just pull up on a web page. They don't need to log in or anything like that unless you uh, made it a requirement that they logged in. Um, so like on Google Docs, I think I already showed this, but um, you can make something so that anyone at New Life Church with a link can view. That means they would have to log in with a New Life Church email in order to view the document. But if I made it that anybody, if I clicked more, anyone with a link, that means if I just sent out this link, it would pull up like a PDF for anybody to see. And then what, on public, on the web, it's just... Uh, that is like um, anybody on the internet can find and access. 
So, like, if someone was Google searching something and it had to do with the document that you had, then that would come up in a Google search. But um, anyone with a link just means, yeah, if you send them the link, then they can pull it up. So we use that. Um, forgive me if I repeat myself because I taught this session earlier today and I can't remember if I said it in here or there. <laughs> but um, if we have a mega sports camp every year and we have information for parents, um, so we send out and anyone with a link can view the document for parents about mega sports camp. And so it just pulls up like a PDF for them to see the information. Um, but other documents that we have, we just share with specific people. Like you can just type in someone's email address and decide whether you want to give them editing privileges or if they can just comment or view. Um, so any other questions about Google Forms or Google Docs or anything we've done so far? Um, so Google Calendar, a lot of people use Google Calendar. Um, one thing you might not know for Google Calendar is, say that I picked today, and I wanted to set up times for people to meet with me, like set up appointments. Um, you can actually do that on Google Calendar. So you would choose, instead of just making an event on your calendar, you would make appointment slots. So I'm just going to call it appointments and click appointment slots. And I'm going to say between um, 8 a.m., no, 9 a.m., and 3 p.m., on the same day, and make them 30-minute slots. Then I could pull up that appointment thing and say, go to appointment page for this calendar. And over here, it's kind of hard to see. We'll say for the day. Um, you could see all of these appointments. Well, if I send out a link, if I email people and say, hey, pick a time to meet with me, they can go to this day on the calendar and click on an appointment slot if it hasn't been taken already and sign up. Um, so I have Synergy on the calendar for today, but if I, I don't know what I just opened, um, oh, I think that's not on my calendar. So I have an alert on here that's set for 10 minutes before the event, but you can, um, if I edit this. I can send a notification either the day before, or hours before, uh, to remind yourself. Um, 
Any other questions? If there's something specific that you're trying to do and you want to send me an email, then I'd be happy to help. Um, my email, I think, is on my profile in SCED, but it's Aaron at auroranewlife.com. Aaron's E-R-I-N. Oh, right, Google um, Photos. Church. I want to make a promo for this. Okay, well, here you go. Let me show you the whole album. There's like thousands of photos. So we have what he's talking about is uh, Mega Sports Camp. Do I? I don't have those on here. Um, I think you have the Mega Sports Camp ones. But we have albums for like different baptisms that people had. So I can share, just like everything else. I can share this album. I can send the link to the parents of Kate, who got baptized, and then they have all the pictures from her baptism. Uh, we also did the same thing. We had an album for kids camp, and so um, the support staff that went with our kids to kids camp would take pictures on their phones and upload them to this album. And so the parents were able to see pictures of their kids throughout the week. Like It's nice to look at the Facebook page that the Kidman has, it's pretty cool, but it's really cool to be able to see like your kids, like what they're doing in their room, like the games that they're playing. Um, so the parents had access to this album during the week. Yeah, so we would, we sent out an email with a link to that album. And so they, as photos were uploaded, like if they looked at the album one day, it would just be a few photos, but then the next day, whatever was uploaded since then, would, it would update. Would you say your email was again, Erin? Erin at com. A-U-R-O-R-A. -R -R um, there's also, let me pull this up real quick. So um, like I said before, I'm a high school math teacher. So I went to a lot of different Google trainings through school. But and when I was in college, um, so I'm actually certified through Google um, as a certified Google educator. But the training that I did might be a good resource for you if you're trying to figure out how to do something. Um, let's see, training. So this fundamentals training course. So you can go through. <coughs> Some of it is actually geared toward teachers, so you might want to, you might not need to know how to use technology in a classroom, but um, it does have some things about uh, certain Google apps because this is the training that people go through to get their Google certification. So it was Google's, 
Google for education is what I searched for. edu.google.com. I went to training and support. So that would be a good resource. Oh, Google Sites. We have a few minutes I could go through. Um, so Google Sites is another one of the apps. It's right here. And you can actually create a website, which sounds really intimidating, but it makes it really easy. So. Um, you want to click go to the new Google Sites because it's a lot more user-friendly than the old Google Sites. But um, this is this is where kind of like your docs would show up. All of the pages that you've created would show up right here. Um, we have one for our youth group that we have attached to our church website. But um, it's really easy to add things on and make changes. So we have, like, when we have our youth group and contact information, you can embed a Google form right in there so we have parents are able to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Um, and then you can add multiple pages. And you can even, like, hide some of them if you don't want it. Like, Reach Conference was in November, so we don't need that on there anymore. But we'll probably want to put it up there again next November so I didn't completely delete it. I just hit it. So now if they fill that out, what, what the email list? Uh -huh. Does that automatically put them in the lead? No, it puts them in a spreadsheet so I can see who signed up and add them to the email list. But I can, because of that uh, form postman, I get notified when someone signs up so I know to add them to the list. Um, so we have uh, discipleship for our kids to do if they want to serve anywhere at church. Um, let me show you what this looks like. Preview. So if someone went to the site, this is what it would look like. So if they want to serve in our family ministry, like our kids ministry, they have to go through training. So just like what I showed you before, I have a Google form embedded on here and they would do their training right here. So they have to watch this video and answer the questions um, before they can serve in our kids' ministry. Um, we post different things that we want just for our youth group. So um, even lets you put in like sub-pages and things like that. But it makes it really easy Rather than trying, there's some website platforms that are really hard to use. Um, yeah. Any questions about that? Yeah. And just like everything else, you can share it and add collaborators. Other people can change things. All right, so like I said, um, feel free to email me 
if you need help with anything that you're trying to do in your church, I'd be happy to help. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.